0: Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Ria, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Ria. Hello,
1: hello, my friends, and welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host. Tria, welcome. Thank you for being here. As always, I would like to just give you a quick background on who I am. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now, a professional life coaching service. Um, on this show, I try to bring on a lot of different topics related to our everyday life, on the personal as well on the professional level. We will try to cover some of the impact, some of the area that impacts us in those areas. And uh, if you have not listened to me in the past, you know. I'm all about delivering um, great tools, great tips, whether it's for myself or my guests. I have great guests that come on my show and share their expertise. And uh, just, you know, keep that in mind. The show is really intended to be thought-provoking. You're welcome to reach me directly at info at by And I'll be more than happy to go over some of the services that I offer. And, of course, you're welcome to reach my guests. Um, I normally put their information on the show page, but we will go through it during the show. So you can contact them directly if you wish as well. And that leaves me with the last intention, with the last piece of, of the introduction, which, which is my intention. I like to set my intention in the beginning of the show. Um, again, my friends, my intention of doing this show is really to help inspire you. I like to inspire you and and uh, to make some positive changes in your life. So you can see and live the life that you deserve. It's really all up to you. And with all that being said, I ask you two things: to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and and uh, um, and put it, implement it in your life, and see if it can help you. You know. And with all that being said, we're gonna move on to our show today. Um, I have a special guest with me here today. And I'm really um, grateful that he decided to join us. My guest today is Ed Abel. Let me tell you who is Ed. He had a great story, and we're going to bring him on the air, and he's going to tell us all about it. But I'm going to give you a little summary. Ed is a former registered nurse who worked the New York City trauma room. He had lost his way pursuing several unfulfilling endeavors, um, waking up each day thinking there got to be more. Than this. With a great mindset and determination, Ed now is a successful business coach full of incredible spirit and energy. Ed had transformed a $5,000 loan into a $36 million business and sold it in its seven years. He consulted over 11,000 hours helping individuals to improve their businesses. Ed is also a professor at a New York University, NYU, teaching a class on how to start a small business. Ed is the founder of Able Business Institute and also the author of Broad Map to Success. You know, there is so much to tell you about Ed, but I'm going to bring him on the air and let him tell you more about himself, you know, um, and, and so I make sure that I'm, I'm doing him justice. But you know the show today is really about what does it take? What does it take to have a successful business? And you know what we know and and you've heard me saying you know that before it start with you. we start with each one of us. so let me bring on ed and and thank you so much for being here. Ed.
2: I am pinching myself to make sure all that you said <laughs> <laughs> is really me. It's um, it's amazing. First of all, I'm I'm excited and I'm 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 honored and appreciative to have the opportunity to speak to both you and your audience. Mm-hmm. But whenever I hear uh, the intro, and it happens regularly, because as I've grown my um, business and as I've I've grown a a fan base, I get these opportunities to come and speak about who I am and what I do, and I always stand there saying, "Wow, I want to meet that guy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right.
1: Right. So it's and pretty it's, cool. That is really cool, and and I think you have a lot of uh, um, talent behind you know the name, and and I really like I said I didn't say everything that you do, but you do a lot of great things. So we're gonna let you do the introduction and tell us a little bit more about yourself. But first, I want to start. I always ask that question. You know, we all started somewhere, and I know from what I you know what I was reading that you came into to a point where you said there's gotta be more. I. I've been there. I mean, I had like a a great successful corporate job and uh and and one day I decided, you know what? I know there's more. I want more, you know. So where did it all start for you after you you know, you made that transition between being uh, a nurse to a registered nurse to being a great business entrepreneur and also business coach? So for
2: me there, there were there probably are three defining moments that I recall in my life. Obviously, we have many defining moments but You know, on my path, there were three, and the the one that you're referring to most recently was August 4th, 2004. Mm -hmm. At that time, I um, I, I was managing a business that was doing about $4 million in revenue. We had a nice profit and cash flow stream going. We were doing good work. We were a transportation company for people who needed medical transportation. So, you know, there there was a way of feeling like we were doing good, although there were times I felt like I was nothing more than an exaggerated taxi cab. Right. But, you know, that wasn't an expertise. I didn't feel like running that business needed any expertise. Okay, I understood traffic patterns. I understood roadways, but I wasn't believing I was really contributing to the world, and so august 4th was a sunday morning i played competitive volleyball and um that morning i got up and i had just had it and i looked up and i remember it as clear as day saying god there's got to be more for you to have me do meaning i've got so much skill i've got so much experience i've got so much passion i've got so much to give what do you want me to do and um, on the volleyball court that day, I met a woman who changed my life. Mm-hmm. And her name is Maricel Rocha, and she is a executive coach, although now she's a mommy's coach. She works with women who have gone through transition to being mommies. Right. And, um, you know, she had that energy. She had that flair. She had that aura around her, and I just wanted to know more. And that was the day that I learned about um, coaching Mm -hmm. and the next morning I had um, committed to training at the Institute for um, uh, Empowerment Coaching, which is IPEC, Mm -hmm. and my story keeps going and going and going in that it's all about making a contribution.
1: Yes, absolutely, and and that's all it's about, and and you finally, it's like a light bulb, right? just turned off. Oh, it,
2: it wasn't even, it was no question, it was no... Nothing other than, yeah, that's where I'm going.
1: So what kind of attitude did you have when you I mean, you know, obviously uh when we when we move from one one stage in our life to another, we're gonna encounter a lot of different obstacles and, and challenges. Did you actually encounter some challenges and how did you deal with them?
2: Well, there are every day there are challenges. Right. Because, you know, the way I look at life is, you know, it's just not meant to go smooth because I think character is built by how we handle challenges. Mm-hmm. So I'm forever looking at challenges and trying to understand what, what do I need to learn from this, why, mm-hmm. and, okay, the, the message will be revealed. So, you know, oh, this past weekend I had a very disappointing um, event occur. And, you know, that's what it was. It was just a disappointing event not a traumatic experience. And I've started to learn about life and life's challenges bring disappointment, which has me, in my world, I reflect and I try to understand. But I don't try to... I don't, I, I, I've stopped pushing against the force. Right. You know, it wasn't, I'm going to make this happen. It wasn't, you know, why me? It was all right. right, this is just right. not going smooth, Right,
1: and got to move on. Right. Well, one of the things that I, so. I the way I look at it, it challenges is really remind us that we are alive, you know? I mean, we are alive, and we are going to encounter this. That's what's live about. It's going to be, you know, up and down, and then the minute you recognize these these things that are happening and why they're happening, I think it's easier to recognize that you can get out of it, and you can make a better, you know, change, Right. Um, yeah exactly yeah so like how do you decide like what decision to make and how to make them i mean you know we all like i said you know i i i'm trying to pick your brain out uh, you know you are a business please owner. You, have, you have you help uh, you, have, you, have, you help you uh, help you help you business owners and 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 businesses you also i just wanted to mention you also uh, um you are a lead instructor you still lead instructor for ipad ipad coaching I'm not a
2: lead instructor at IPEC. What I do for IPEC is I run these business divisions. So I'm responsible for all of the business training that IPEC offers their um, students who go through the training to become um, certified coaches. I then get them and teach them how to create a business out of the skill that they've they've gone through and mastered. Right.
1: Okay. So that's still a great thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me stay on that for a
2: couple of minutes, only because I think it's real important. So regularly, um, people take skills and they go into business. Mm -hmm. And these skills tend to be the trained, acquired, natural, learned, but they're a skill set. And for whatever reason it is, our society has it that, oh, if you want to go into business, it's a no-brainer. Take your skill and go into business. But what's not, that's not right. It's not, what's not right is it's, it's um, a misleading because creating a business has a methodology just like learning how to coach, learning how to cut hair, learning how to be a doctor, a lawyer, an electrician, a plumber. It's all um, a method, method, methodology that you learn, and a skill set you acquire, and then you apply it. And so when I noticed this and I saw the challenges I had building a business as a nurse, I started to understand that there needed to be a methodology that came to the, the, I call them a skillpreneur, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. S-K-I-L-L-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, which is a blending of the skill set and the entrepreneurial spirit. But there had had to be a methodology that people could follow that was written and understood at a level that didn't require an MBA. Right. Because most skilledpreneurs are in business. They don't have time to go get their MBA. Mm -hmm. And so working for years, creating this methodology and, and, and really perfecting it has changed A lot of people's lives because they now have a way of understanding what it is they're doing in business and how to get there. They're being wherever they're trying to go in their business. Right.
1: So there's a lot just and just take it and 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 start, you know, sailing with it. You got to, you know, you got Exactly. Work. right, right. And 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 that leads us to to the fact that I also did not mention that you had created a uh, a website-based uh community called the Skillpreneur Alliance, Alliance, right? Yes. And uh yes. um I, you know, I recommend for everybody to check it out. I'm actually one of the members there, and uh thanks to Ed who introduced me to it. So it's basically skillpreneuralliance.com, correct? Yeah,
2: or skillpreneur.com. Or um, either way, it. you can get there. You can, you can get but- there. Mm-hmm. Let ahead. me just explain a little bit about that. So that's a community of small, small business owners to small business owners. You know how um, regularly you'll hear business to business, company to company? Well, there really is no marketplace for small business to small business. And the Skillpreneur Alliance is a network of small business owners who are looking to create relationships with other small business owners to do business together. So that's why we use the tagline, it's where business is happening. Right. And it's really a dynamic community, not just for education um, and camaraderie, but also where business is getting done. And we've been now um, around for a while, and now we're starting to see how many dollars are being exchanged through people saying, Oh, I need a brander. Oh, and you're a brander, and you're part of the alliance I bet I can trust you. Hey, let me try it. And so a lot of business is now starting to get done um, through the Skillpreneur
1: Alliance. I think it's a great website. Mm -hmm. I I, I mean, I'm still learning, you know, my way around it. And, you know, because I'm involved with so many different things, sometimes it's hard to kind of to try to keep up with everything. But I do highly, highly, highly recommend you check it out. And, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to remind everybody we are speaking to Ed Abel the founder of ABLE Business Institute. He's also the author of Roadmap to Success. And I also wanted to mention, if you have a question for Ed, you can either call me directly um, at 626-213-5773. You can also use Skype from the show page. And I also have the chat room open if you wish to uh, put your questions or comments there. All right, Ed, so... um, like I said, I I want to go back to the que- to the question I was asking you prior to um, talking about Coburnor Alliance. How do you make, you know, I mean, as a business owner, as someone who transformed 5,000, I think that's huge. For me, now I think about it it's like, wow, I would love to be able to do that. How do you make the decision? How about decisions?
2: 585 employees? That oh, was right. sick.
1: That would be like, yeah. So so what kind of decisions do you make and how do you make them and how do you know it's the right time to make what you make? You know, as far as the steps, I want to learn a few of the steps. I know you can't tell me everything and, yeah. in, in, you know. Well, I thing.
2: can. I can tell you a lot. So one of the, the things, and this really comes under the methodology, and the methodology is actually listed at the website. If you do skillpreneur.com forward slash H-M. Skillpreneur.com forward slash H-M. Okay. And for me, I call it creating business harmony, And I spell harmony, H-A-R-M-O-N-E-Y. And it's really obviously a play on the word, but it's a play on the word with a real logical sense, which is many pieces have to be in um, harmony for a business to be sustainable, profitable, and thriving. Mm -hmm. And one of the challenges most business owners have is, is that we're impatient, and we also don't know what actions to take and when. And so what starts to happen for many business owners is they're just basically shooting in the dark, and they're Mm -hmm. trying to hit the moving target. And if you can really understand the methodology, the methodology is based on raising a child. Mm -hmm. And as a child goes through stages, you do different things. Mm -hmm. So obviously early on, you don't leave a kid alone, but when the kid's an adolescent, you can leave them home alone. Not a problem. But if you start to look at your business as, where is my business and what should I be doing, we start to understand that frequently what's happening is people are taking good action. They're the right actions, but it's the wrong stage. And so, again, imagine leaving a four-year-old, a four-year-old home alone. You wouldn't do that. Right. And so business is very much the same thing. It's about taking the actions, but when they're appropriate. The other challenge most business owners have is that they're emotionally attached mm-hmm. and so they're making emotional decisions. And business is not emotional. Business is business. Mm-hmm. And when we start looking at the decisions we're making, you're going to find that uh, many of your reactions are reactive right. to a situation and it's, it's, it's a cat couched in an emotional response. And so again, you're making the wrong actions based on a situation and that situation you have gotten hooked on. And so when you start just looking at those two things, you can really imagine how differently you can start looking at your business to create it in a way that has sustainability and it has profitability and it's thriving. Now... You asked me, how do you know when and what? Well, the challenge for, again, most people are that they've never taken the time to understand a methodology mm-hmm. that they can apply to a business. Right. So action, you know, it's like when people ask me, Ed, how do you know to do that now? It's like, well, because I'm trained. Mm-hmm. I studied and I'm trained. No mm-hmm. different than, did you, I, I always look at hairdressers and I'm like, how the hell did you do that? You know, they scissors and a comb and and all of a sudden, you know, new style, different layers and all that. Right. And I'm like, how did they know how to do it? Because mm. they studied the skill. Right. A doctor. How does he know? Because he see, studied. You,
1: you made a great point, which is, you know, I want to emphasize. on I mean, you obviously you've seen a lot of great stuff, but I want to emphasize on some of the points. It's not just having the skill, it's learning the skills, the understanding the skills and understanding how to use them. I mean, that's really key as well, right?
2: Uh, well, yes, but it, exactly. It flows right into each other. If I learn it I, and I understand it, I know then when to execute on it.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, and that's, you know, I, was, I actually had that question I was going to ask you, what did you mean by uh, business harmony, you know, or hard money money, you know, like how you play with the word, and, and, and so that, you know, can, I, can you expand a little bit on that? Sure. A little bit? Okay.
2: Before I do that, I just want to clear something up, and, and that is that one of the things that happens for many of us that go into business, we get too many other people's input. So can you imagine, you know, I'm in business and I have this, let's call it a logo, and I go to my friend. Hey, what do you think? And then I go to my other friend and my other friend. Now, notice I didn't go to anyone that's an expert in branding. I went to my friends. And their input means more to me than if I went to an expert brander who would have said, no, that's not going to do what you want it to do. And so here's also what happened. So we start to take a lot of outside information. We also start to maybe study other people who are successful in business, and that's one of the keys to business success is to study Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. But what we start to do is we start to mix recipes. There are many Mm -hmm. recipes. But if you start mixing a recipe, can you imagine if you started to bake a cake and you took half of the recipe from cake A and you applied half of the recipe from cake B? You're not going to get what you thought you were going to get, correct? Right, absolutely. People do that in business. So all of a sudden, they're on one road. They're not getting the results they wanted because they were impatient or they just didn't apply correctly, and then they find someone else, oh, that person's successful, let me go follow them, and they go follow that person, and they do that for about four to six months if we're lucky, or we don't even take action, we just follow them, and then we wonder, why aren't things happening to me? Because one or two things, you're not giving it enough time or you're not taking enough action.
1: And you know, I mean you, you have to also stop being just a follower, and become a leader, you know, to talk about leadership, you know. Um well, the, I'll 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 take a follower. You can yeah. follow. You
2: don't have to be a leader, but you have to take action. Well I mean I mean know, that's a whole different discussion, even if right, you're a follower, you're a leader. Well, but the well, point it, is
1: it all depends on how you look at it. So yeah, like you said, right I, you know, uh try to uh make a <laughs>
2: That's a different radio show we should do on okay. that
1: absolutely because i i don't know i'm one of those people who like yes i follow people in a certain way but i mean i'm still set in my own i take whatever it, i can use and that's why i say in the beginning of the show i always say don't just l- listen to me practically i like you to listen of course to me but take what is is you know it's useful for you and implement it in a way that it's become you you know what i mean it's like you yes be- you'll become the leader that's what i meant because we. Well, tend- I mean, if we make mistakes, we, we can easily blame it on, oh, well, because I learned it from so-and-so.
2: Right. But, you know, it's interesting because the flip side to that is often I'll say, I'll hear from a client, you know, oh, but, um, you know, I have so much competition. You no, know, you have other people doing the same thing, but you're going to be your own unique piece within the business, and at the end of the day, that's what happens. You know, when you're passionate miracles occur.
1: Absolutely.
2: And so you can be in the same business that so many other people are in, but they might not be as passionate as you. Hey, I'm and poor. when you stop bringing your passion into it, you're, it's a game changer. Yes,
1: yes, yes, absolutely. So, and that takes us back to attitude. I think your attitude is also a key here. You know, what kind of attitude do you have? You know, um, do you... Oh, actually, my
2: God, yes.
1: You know, I mean, because if you... Like, first of all, you know, you talk about, you know, people, uh, some of the business owners, they, they are impatient, you know, they want the results right now, and, and their attitude is like, you know, well, I got into this business to, you know, do so, as, you know, but what yeah. kind of attitude that can take you to success? That's what you need to understand, and, uh, of course, you, one of the uh, experts in this area, so <laughs> what's the attitude has to do with it? <laughs> well, you
2: know, attitude is half of it because, you know, it's, it's one of those things. How many people like to do business with people that are miserable? Yeah. You know like I don't go to stores if the if the greeter isn't nice. I like being warmly received. I like being greeted. I like smiles. I like people to be appreciative that I'm I'm doing business with them, not thanking me, but appreciation. Appreciation and thank yous are very different. Right. And you know think about doing business with people that aren't nice. Yeah. Or that are obnoxious. You know, I got to tell you, there's a couple of things about this. One is, you know, I love these people who get, quote, so busy that they then, then can't have no time to, like, answer an email nicely. Because, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so busy. Really? Are you that <laughs> busy that you can't answer the email nicely? I
1: agree. I totally agree with you. Yes.
2: You know, and, and, and it's that stuff. It's like, look at how you're doing business. Yeah. I only do business with people that I enjoy doing business with uh-huh. unless you've got something that no one else has. And that's not happening a lot. Right. Well, so I mean, attitude
1: is so important. I mean, that's you know, it comes back. You know, I've I've, I've talked about this. Your per, your relationship, your your professional relationships. You know, what kind of relationships do you have with others? You know, whether it's in, in, you know, with your competition or clients or prospective clients or anything. Your attitude, of course, your relationship with these people can determine also how far you can go in your business as well. You better believe it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer you know, in that. Mm-hmm.
2: you can't build a business alone.
1: Yeah, no. Mm-mm.
2: And, you know, like I did a um, presentation the other night at a networking event, and the guy who did an introduction for me talked about how he heard about me through all these other people.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: And if I was nasty and belligerent and obnoxious and not nice and didn't follow up Nobody and didn't give valuable information, they wouldn't have called on me.
1: Right, Absolutely.
2: You know, it's like you have to have a pleasing personality. Right. If not, you know, you, you should get a job behind the, the scenes. Not right. that that's much better, but at least you're not hoping you're getting more business. You can carry out the business. You can do the, 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 the other stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff. But um, attitude is, is huge. You know, uh, you, can be, you can provide an okay product and service, but if you have a great attitude... You're going to go so much further Uh than a great product or service and a so-so attitude.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. You are saying great stuff. I just want to remind everybody: the show will be archived, and it's also available on iTunes for download. So make sure you you either download it on iTunes on your you know so you can listen to it at your leisure, or re-listen to it using the same link. But my friend, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna continue. I think you're saying a lot of great things. I'm so so grateful. We're gonna
2: talk about harmony when we get yeah. back.
1: I love that. I love that word. This is like my neck of the word. Okay. So we'll be, we'll be right
0: back. Please stay tuned. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.
1: Harmony for you, Ed. (laughs) 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 Hello, and welcome back. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Ria, with me here in the studio. Ed Abel, he is the founder of Abel Business Institute, the author of Roadmap to Success, and he also a professor at NYU, teaching a class on how to start small business. Before the break, we talked about a different, a lot of different things. Um, Ed has shared a lot of, lot of great information. So I really hope if you missed this show, you can listen to it again, or if you missed part of it, listen to it again and catch on some of these keynotes that Ed had mentioned. Uh, we talked about attitude, how important. We talked about about uh, how to, you know, take the steps in the right time, the right, you know, uh, the right action step that is necessary for your business, and uh, we left off with talking about harmony in your business, so take me there, Ed. <laughs> All right, so, you know,
2: I, I love the the whole concept when I created it that, you know, People don't look at a business as needing harmony. What they do is they they really don't even look at a business and realize all the pieces. But in order for a business to be what I – I like to define a business by four things. It must be sustainable. It must be profitable. It must be independent. And it must be thriving. If you're missing any one of those four – it doesn't mean you're not on the way. What it does mean, though, is, is that your business hasn't achieved a, a, a level of stability. And let's just go through those four real quick, and then we'll, we'll move on. So sustainability means that there are multiple revenue streams and multiple clients. You're not dependent on any one thing. Frequently, businesses you know, are established, and 80 90% of the business is coming from one client. Well, that's not sustainable, or it's only one product or service. Again, as you create a successful business, you have more than just one. Profitability means you have more than just paid your bills, and you take more than just a paycheck, meaning there's money left over in the business. And you can do something with that money to help move the world forward, even if it's reinvesting in your business, buying something outside of your business, or um, uh, donating or being involved in charitable causes. So that there's other things going on than I just paid my bills. Whoo! And that you take more. You you are paid. You take a salary, and it's not just okay. I took what was left. That's profitability. Independence means that your business will continue whether or not you're there. Right. And thriving for me is that <clears throat> there are a lot of opportunities happening. The phone rings. People are interested in you. People are interested in your products, your services. You have other activities going on within the business generating interest. You're writing a book, you're writing a blog, Mm -hmm. you're on a radio show, you present Mm -hmm. it at a networking event, you get this phone call, oh, so-and-so referred me. So it's thriving. So most people own a great job. Most people do not own a business. But they think they do. But really what they own is a really good job. Mm -hmm. And working with me, I help clients bridge the gap. From owning a great job to owning a great business and all the things we have to do. So when we talk about harmony and we talk about what creates a harmonious situation, it's things are in motion and weaving together. And when we think about a business, we want to think about eight business components. And the way I like to have people think of it so you can get this sense of harmony is that, imagine I was at the circus and I was spinning eight plates and i'm juggling and i've got to keep all those plates in and the air these eight components need to have your attention not the same amount of attention per plate but you must keep your eye on all eight plates in and the- let's just run through them so the the we got time i can run through them for the audience
1: yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say when you know, I'm 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 interrupting you because when you say, you know, trying to like hold eight plates in the same time but not necessarily focus on all of them, but you have to keep your eyes on it. Does that mean we have to prioritize things in that order when things have to be in harmony?
2: So we're not holding the plates, we're spinning the
1: plates. Spinning the plates, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And so um there harmony is two things. Number one is when things are moving in motions, meaning that, hey, this hits this and this hits this and this hits this and it keeps it moving. And when you manage these eight spinning plates or the business components, it keeps everything moving. Yes, you have to prioritize always, always, always changing As the business changes, and the business could change minute by minute, hour Mm -hmm. by hour, day by day. And Mm -hmm. again, what starts to happen is the average person who has not had the level of experience in business doesn't want change. All they want is more business, but more business brings more change because you have to then adjust. It's Mm kind of like, I I love this statement, you know, you work so hard to build the business, and then you work so hard to keep the business. Right. Right. You know? And so when you think about these eight business components all in motion, what it says is, is that you have to keep your eye on it because the minute you take your eye off of one of those plates, even though you've prioritized, when you prioritize them, it doesn't mean you've taken your eye off of them. And so these eight business components go from first is your product and service, The second is sales. Mm -hmm. Sales is all about relationship development. The third is marketing. Marketing is all about creating awareness. Two very, very different things. The fourth is business analytics. Everything to do with the numbers from both a financial budget to a How how many people are on our call today, are on the show? How many people dial in? How many people respond to an email marketing campaign? What Mm -hmm. are those numbers telling us? So business analytics are the numbers. The next is customer service. Now, I've built 16 businesses, and I've built a few of them that have been extremely successful. And I will tell you this. If you are not providing exceptional, uh-huh. not good, but exceptional customer service, right. you're going to be lucky if you can make it. Right. Absolutely. Because the game is not I give satisfactory service. The game is I deliver more than I promise, and I promise what I can deliver. Absolutely. So I promise what I can deliver, but then I deliver more. And that I go above and beyond on a consistent basis. The next is leadership, policies, mm-hmm. and procedures. How mm-hmm. do you show up? Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing we talked about before with attitude to dress to mm-hmm. responsiveness, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. After that, we have our organizational resources. You know, I said something earlier in the show, you can't do this alone. Right. Well, who are you doing it with? What resources do you need? Right. You know, if, you need, if you're doing a radio show, you need experts to come on and be participating in the show. Correct. Well, how do you get that? By, you know, being nice and having a, a pleasant personality and extending yourself and having people know you exist and then asking them. Right. So, you know, what resources do you need? It's everything from your bookkeeper to your banker to your accountant, lawyer, and to your staff. Right. And then we have um, technology, systems, and automation. These three things can make the difference between your business being successful or flat. Why? Because one of the things we must always look at is, are we making it easy for people to do business with us? And systems, automation, and technology make it easier for clients to do business with us, and it makes it easier for us to do business so that we don't become labor and heavy intensive. Right. labor intensive and heavy like oh, I got so much to do because I'm moving so much paper so yeah. those eight business components I think I hit them right we had bro- products and service mm-hmm. very much what we need for sustainability we well, had sales we had marketing we had customer service we had business analytics we have systems mm-hmm. technology and automation and leadership. Po- um, leadership policies and procedures and our organizational resources and Those eight components mm-hmm. brought together create businesses that are sustainable, profitable,
1: independent, and thriving. Now, these components can—if you start starting your business and you are like one-man show and you're building this business to be, you know, a company, right? Does these apply to someone like that? I mean, do they have to follow the same, you know, uh, process? Absolutely. Okay, that's why I wanted these to. These
2: apply first. whether or not you're building another GE. Mm-hmm or you're building um a acupuncturist practice.
1: That's okay. All right. Well, uh, these are your, universal principles. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. I just wanted to make sure that that's what you agree with that too make you know that's you know just wanted to emphasize it I guess. Uh, yes. my question Ed, you know, from you know, you teach a class, uh, you know, how to start a small business. Now, one of the things that I noticed, you know, I do business coaching myself, and uh, one of the things that I noticed, people, first of all, they refuse or not refuse, they don't just help. You know, like they, it's hard. You know, they don't really ask for the help when they need it. That's first of all. The second thing yes. that I've noticed that people get overwhelmed so fast as the business grow, as more tasks and more is asked of them. They like they get into the panic mode. Like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. So, what do you what do you advise some of these people that you know that I'm describing? Get help. <laughs> okay. You know, so let, let me t-
2: tell you a few things. You That's know, simple. again, it's very simple,
1: right? It's it, it really is. What's that? Yeah. It's very simple. Say that oh, again. Like, very simple. You know, the answer yes. is very simple. Let's get help, but. For those who refuse to get help, like what are some of the things that they really need to question themselves in a sense, you know, why they should be getting help?
2: (laughs) Well, I think you really have to question, you know, 80% of businesses fail, and they fail for a reason. And one of the things that frequently happen when my class graduates at NYU is they come up to me and they thank me for saving them thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. because, I share with them and I tell them the real deal, what it takes to be in business. And many people aren't ready to do that. They're not ready because they don't have the resources. They're not ready to give up their time. They're not ready to devote themselves to what it takes, no different than what it takes to raise a child. You know, when we think about raising a child, it's um, it's a selfless act. You, for the most part, the parents give themselves up to now raise the child. Right. Right. And when you raise a business, it is a self selfish act. You have to focus and devote not a forty hour work week. When you devote a forty hour work week to a business, you own a job. Right. You might do work those forty hours to make revenue, but then you have all these other hours. About the business, the structure and the support of the business. So I really like to tell people not everyone's cut out to be in business. You might want to be in business, but you might not be cut out to be in business. And when we really start looking at it, mm -hmm. you have to be honest with yourself. And you have to do that inventory. Hey, am I willing to give up my Friday nights and Saturday nights and my Tuesday evenings You know, is my mate, am I involved in a relationship and do they understand the commitment I am now making? Or am I going to be pulled? You know how many times I work with people, oh, my husband is giving me a hassle how much time I'm putting into the business. Really?
1: (laughs) So we start to look
2: at those things.
1: Right. I mean, and you hear that quite often. I mean, you know, that uh, goes back into the relationships aspects the professional and the personal and how to find harmony between the two as well. And make, you know, get them involved. I think I always say, like my clients, like get your spouse or person involved so they can understand what you're doing and, and, and you never know. Well,
2: I think that there's two sides to that. Getting them involved is different than getting them, make them aware. Well, that's I think you want to get Yeah, I think you want to get people aware, but I'd stay away from having my mate as a partner in my business, although they are a partner. But there's a very different dynamic that takes place from being business partners to lovers. Right. And we have to be very responsible for that. But I absolutely agree with you. Make them aware of what it takes. And a lot of times, it's no different than the the business owner. The partner doesn't understand what it takes to be in business, and because they don't understand, it's very difficult for them to execute on what you have to do because they're being pulled. Right. I I spent. So,
1: yeah, go okay, ahead. Sorry. No, keep going. No, well, I was—I was just going to tell you. I actually—I went away for the past weekend, and I spent it in—in in a with the great people, you know, learning about marketing and 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 your market niche and all those things. And and it was a decision I have to make, as you know, someone who you know. Telling my my husband, you know, I have to, you know, I'm well, not I have to, I want to. It's different between I have to, I want to. Yes, you know, yes. This, this is this is something, you know, it can really teach me a lot of things that I need to learn also for my business, and I can also make some connections. So for me, it was the two things, you know, I want to network with other great people, you know, that I uh, um, that I want yep. to do business with in the future, um, and make the connection with, which I did. It was fantastic, you know, great, great, great conference. And, uh, you know, but in the same time, you know, our relationship, you know, at home, you know, it's like, okay, so how do you understand you're going away and, you know, and, 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 uh, and people and especially women in business i think you know it's different you know you are you know obviously a, a gentleman who you know who uh, uh might not completely understand you know our position as a business uh, as a woman entrepreneur you know who are out there you know also trying to be head to head you know in the business world you know and and still run a family so i can understand what she's coming from when she said you know her husband does not understand you know um, that she has to work late or taking so much time, whatever. But my approach to that, like I mentioned, you know, it's really trying to give them get them involved in a sense of awareness. You know, so they understand yes. what it is that you do. And uh, um, you know, so that's that's about it. But uh, um, what are the, one of the things that I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. as well? I know we only have you know a few minutes left. And please, Can I please, ask you a question? Yes, please go ahead. What was so great about the
2: conference you went to?
1: Because, I, first of all, I connected with some great, great people, and some of them will be guests on my show, and I'm really looking forward uh-huh. to uh, to have them on, uh, like yourself, great, great, great guests. And I learned so much that I can't wait to put it in, in, in action. Um, and, uh, you know, there was like a 20... 25 to 25 to 30 different speakers and very well-known people in in the business of marketing they call it The event is called internet profit as a profit like a messenger profit uh, Live which he's the creator the guy who created the event and he did fantastic job putting it together um, nice. So they had breakout rooms, you know breakout sessions smaller yep. group. They had the big stage You know they had two stages going you know, and uh, so the speakers out there presenting and doing PowerPoint and stuff like that, full of energy. The energy was incredible. I think, I mean, I have so much to talk about that. You know, I want to do one show just to talk about that event because I have learned so much. And not just the fact that was, you know, I mean, the the, the communication between people. And, and there was a lot of people doing similar things. And, and And the thing is, there was no room for competition. And that's what I love about it because I'm about... Collaboration. I love to collaborate with people, and I love to see how I can help you, you can help me, and how we can create a more stronger, powerful, you know, presence in, 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 yeah. in, in, in the world. And that's what it's all about because that's my passion. But there was a lot of people like that. So I don't want to nice. go more into it. But I am telling you, I will, I, oh, I'm so glad that I went because I actually booked Great. my flight. On Tuesday last week, and I flew out on Friday, so that tells you, you know, it was a last-minute decision to go, but I'm glad I did, and, and it was definitely, definitely worth it. So uh, i love to put something like that in place, so, you you know, if you're ever open to the idea. um, of course. In, yeah, so we can talk about hook, that. I'll, hook I'll, me
2: I'll, up. I'm there.
1: Totally. I'd love to be a
2: part of something like that.
1: I think you'd be really fantastic um, doing it as well. So – um. I want to focus on something that I I heard over and over over this weekend, which is your market niche. You know, I mean, when you go into a business, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't really focus on the the particular client that we really want to attract, which is what what is your market niche, right? And do you believe that's really important to create awareness of your target market and why?
2: Absolutely. So, not only is it um, important, it's almost a critical factor. But what happens is most people get so caught up in thinking that they're going to lose out on all these other things that they they can't allow themselves to realize that by focusing into your market niche, you're actually able to create a plan of action that will resonate with your market and you'll ultimately be getting more business Mm -hmm. because more people will understand who you are, what you do, and how you help them or what product you sell, how it helps them, or how you serve them. But what starts to happen is people don't realize that, you know, on a bigger level, it's all about resonating and vibrations. And it's kind of like, you know, often I I, I try to give this analogy. It doesn't matter. You can give me a billion dollars tonight. I can't go out and get my next level client until I'm ready to connect with that level of client because if they became aware I existed but looked at my material or spoke to me, we wouldn't be resonating at, at, at equal levels. Right. Right. And so the same thing about a a niche is is that your communications won't be resonating with the people. You can't resonate with everyone. So you've got to really zero in and focus on who is it you're looking for and make sure that your message is clear, communicating value, benefits. What are the right. benefits? Right. And when you do that and you're focused, two things happen. One is you know where to go to find these people, and those people are there. And those people that are there are interested in what you're selling because you've figured out the formula.
1: Right. Yeah. And it and would be it... like
2: me mm-hmm. going...
1: No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I yeah. I'm it would far. be like
2: me going to a I'm, a, I'm a small business coach, but it would be like me going to a um, manager's um, summit where they're learning about being a manager or a manager's networking event. It's like, they're not my ideal client.
1: Business owners are my ideal client. Right. So that's your target market and that's why you need to be specific and uh yes. you know and I you know, one of the other things that I heard, you know, people um emphasizing on or, you know, some of the guests were emphasizing on the fact that, you know, you need to be omnipresent. In a sense, you need to be where your clients are. So you can't just expect your you know, your business just to come to you. You have to you know, it it's a network, you have to communicate your message out to the world. In a sense, what is it that you are offering versus what is who you are? Because most people, you know, and this is what I'm trying to learn. I, I'm, I'm in fault of it myself. You know, like when you have to give the elevator pitch, you know, to somebody. Yes. And, and you all, all the time, you, I mean, I know I've, I've done it many times and i I'm you know, still learning to change it. And we fall into the, 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 the um, where we start talking about ourselves. Nobody wants to know who you are. I mean, yes, the credential part, but they want to know what right. you can do for them. You know, that's what Absolutely. Business, you know, and, and that's what we always forget. We are in business to be, we all selling. we all selling. We're all in customer service. we all offering services no matter what is the product and services that we're offering. And that's what we miss the boat. And, then, you know, they really start, like, I heard it over and over from different speakers, you know, saying like, what is it that you have to offer? What is? What are you offering? Not who you are. You know, you can do. You know, uh, you can speak about yourself forever, and nobody's gonna hear you. You know, because they didn't hear right. something that clicked with them. Right. You know, like if somebody's like, you know, are you are you like? For instance, they give an example to the fact, like, you know, are you turning and twisting at night? You know like thinking about like you know how do you get a um let's say you're working on a project at, at, at your business and you can find the the key to it, but then you hear somebody talking like you at uh, come on come on in and say, oh would you like to learn how to uh, um overcome whatever uh you know uh, talking about that project itself like you almost were answering their call you know yes. and so, that's what people want to know and that's what you know that's what drives your business to be more into focused you know a problem solver uh, a resolution finder i i don't like a problem solver cuz it's so negative um more of a resolution finder you know i can help you find you know for this particular whatever it is that you trying to i love that a solution finder yeah that's i'm always, nice. i'm i'm always switching more because i try to stay you know with the positive you know uh um, word because everything follows. It's like, you know, what you think after it, right? So, like, you just think about it, like, you talk about child, right? You you, you give an example, raising a, a, um, a child, you know, with raising a business, right? It's very similar. In the same yes. time, I always say, like, you know, if you tell a child, don't do, don't jump on this. What is it that they hear? They hear the jump word. They don't hear the don't. So, so I'm always on what it, why don't you tell exactly what is it that you want happening versus the opposite of what you, you know, you like to see happen. So um, and I don't want to become a philosophic here, but <laughs> I like these things. I play with words a lot and I try to, you know, watch uh, what I say and how I say it. So, um, Ed, we got six minutes. Um and cool. I, wa- I wanted to uh, kind of like you to know, wrap it up and I wanted to see what what drives Ed what makes Ed get out of bed every morning and say this is today's is great day and I'm going to make a great day so how how do you do it do you have the downtime like everybody else can have their downtime or are you always you know, the great that you are,
2: the great person you are. So one of the things that happened a few years ago is that I caught on to something that I really believe is true. Life is about one. It's everything together. It's not, I have my work life, I have my home life, I have my this life, I have my that life. I have life.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And when I've merged everything into that, I then looked at and I apply my principles of existence as to where do I want to put time and energy Mm -hmm. and very much, you know, on a similar level to business, you know, where do you put your time and energy? I look at that on life and I'm very committed to being balanced, but balance doesn't mean I stop work at five. But balance doesn't mean I don't stop and play chess at three in the afternoon in the park for an right. hour. Right. And so as soon as I got that concept understood, I have a peace around myself because I'm never, I'm doing nothing but existing. I'm, you know, like I don't look at right now, I'm working, I'm not playing, I'm in life. I'm on the radio. I'm right. after this. I'll talk to a client. It's right. not. I'm working. It's. I'm. I'm in doing what I do. Then I'm going to go out for dinner, and then I might catch the news. It's not. Up. Oh, that's work. Up. Oh, that's play. Oh, Up. Uh. And I. I've noticed that there's a different level of serenity around myself over the years that I've truly embraced that. So my clients don't feel uh, that I'm annoyed when they reach out for me on a Saturday afternoon because they have a problem. Because I committed to serve and understand that that means to serve, not when it's convenient for me, when it's not interrupting my day, when I'm available. You know, it's not like that. It's I committed to serve. Right. So, two in the afternoon on a Saturday, you're getting a warm feeling when I respond to, hey, no problem, Rhea, do this, right? or, you know, so on and so forth. So, as soon as that happened, it changed my view in my life, and it changed how people see me, because they see calmness, they see passion, they see existence, you know, I'm, I'm. I box in the morning. I worked in the afternoon, and I went and played in the afternoon. And then I. It's. I lived my day. Right. So when you ask me what do, you know, like I get up because I'm alive. Right. Not. Not for any other reason. I'm alive. Time to live my day. What will my day bring me, and how can I best serve it? Okay.
1: So you, in, in, in yeah, no, I'm I'm listening to you because I have a little, you know, a, a, um, what do you call it, a ritual thing, practice that I do every morning. I set my intention, like you heard me, I set my intention on the show. I set my intention what kind of days I'm going to have and I, I sort of like, you know, it's like my priority list in my mind, you know. This yes. is the kind of day. I'm deciding that day that's going to be like this. I'm going to run to obstacles, there's no doubt about it, but I just. You know, of course, as a coach, I, I learned how to deal with those obstacles and, and more, you know, by bringing awareness to them. But the thing is, you know, I have the drive. That's why I was asking you the drive, you know, to be, you know, present every day in every moment of that day, knowing that I've served, that I've delivered. And I know you are like that because I know how passionate you are about what you do. And I've heard you over and over speak. And, and I'm I'm really glad that you decided to come on my show and share your uh your wonderful you with us and my listeners and, and uh and it is truly is my pleasure having you Ed and I look forward to hopefully future collaboration with you and maybe we can set something up in the future. I'm ready. Okay, okay. all right. Just wanted to tell <laughs> to tell our listener again, you know, make sure you check out um the Skellbreneur um Alliance website and join join there's a lot of great people yep. on that website and uh, and and check out ad as can you give us a bell is it a, I'm sorry sure. about Able Business dot com is it Sure
2: so we have two quick websites. One is Able A B E L businessinstitute dot com and the social um community where small businesses are doing business with small business is at skillpreneur S K I L L T R E N E U R dot com. Also, if you have any business questions, feel free to shoot me an email, Ed at ablebusinessinstitute.com. dot com.
1: It sounds wonderful. Again, my gratitude. And remember, the show is archived in a few seconds, and it's also available for download on iTunes. So I do appreciate everybody who supports my show and make my show. Popular and featured on Block Talk Radio, you guys are amazing. without you, I can't be. I would not be able to do what I do, which is I'm very passionate about. And Ed, thank you, my friends. You are wonderful. Ah, my
2: pleasure.
1: You are great. Total pleasure. It is. It really is a pleasure having you. And I look forward to chat with you again. Take care. Yes. Okay. Talk soon. Yes. Thank bye. you. Bye bye. Hey, Bye-bye. Li- live life uh-huh.
2: generously, everyone.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Ed. Take care, my friend. Bye. All right. And my friend, with all being said, I'm going to close up the show. And uh, make sure you reach me if you have any questions as well at info at com. And remember, you are amazing. And today is a good day to make it happen. It's for you. And uh, if you have, you know, any further comment or question, make sure that you uh, you send me a, um, a link. And, of course, make sure you follow my show and so you can get notified when all my shows are being uh, um, scheduled and when the time and, and the date as well. And with all that being said, we'll see you next time, or we'll hear you, talk to you next time. Take care.
0: Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com, and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.